of the modes of nature. Of modes of nature. Vigrahaya. Vigrahaya. The forms. The forms. Translation. Dear Lord, we beg to offer our obeisances unto you. When the mind is fixed upon you, the world of duality, although a place of material enjoyment, appears meaningless. Your transcendental form is full of transcendental bliss. We therefore offer our respects unto you. Your appearance as Lord Brahma, Lord Vishnu and Lord Shiva are meant for the purpose of creating, maintaining and annihilating this cosmic manifestation. Purport by His a pure devotee whose mind is always engaged in the service of the Lord can certainly appreciate the impermanence of this material world. Although such a devotee may be engaged in executing material activities, this stage is called anasati. As explained by Srila Rupa Goswami, anasati A devotee is always unattached to material activities because in the liberated stage his mind is always fixed on the Lord's feet of the Lord. This material world is called Dvaita, the world of duality. A devotee knows very well that everything within this material world is but a manifestation of Supreme Lord's energy. To maintain the three modes of material nature, the Supreme Lord takes on different forms as Lord Brahma, Lord Vishnu and Lord Shiva. And affected by the modes of material nature, the Lord takes on different forms to create, maintain and annihilate this cosmic manifestation. The conclusion is that although a pure devotee appears to engage in material activities in the service of the Lord, he knows very well that material enjoyment for sense gratification has no use whatsoever. So, Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare, Hare Ram, 
a devotee feels. Look, I am being cheated. I am being humiliated. I am being entangled. So such feelings, even though negative, it is positive. So we are not talking about positive psychology. But it is a reality. A devotee has made progresses, especially in our condition, we feel, if we are feeling the uncontrolled minuses are really humiliating us, it is very healthy to feel like that because that is the reality. I'll tell you a story where few people went to show and see a performance in uh, a school where only dumb and deaf children are there. Now, there are schools like that, they give for challenged children, so special kids. So they are dumb and deaf. And they put on a show for this guest. And in the show, they were dancing, you know, kind of classical or cinematic, few combinations of dances they were doing. And they can't hear anything, they can't speak anything, dumb and deaf. So the music started. As the music started, they started the dance. So the steps, the bodily movement, expressions, everything perfect. Can you imagine? So everything was perfect, everything was going on smooth, and this is India. So at one point, electricity went off. <laughs> so electricity went off, but all of them continued their dance. Anyway, they continued their dance and the audience, they were a little bit shocked because they were doing everything but there was no music. Still everything was going on as normal. Of these kids, one kid could hear a little bit, very slightly. And she was right in the front dancing and her facial expression completely changed. And she felt completely embarrassed in the situation. Why? Because she could see that now there is no music, there is no singing, nothing, because it was a recorded one. But they are simply acting and she could sense it, that she, you know, that she's being humiliated in oneself. Because nothing is happening, they are just showing the whole thing. But the rest, they felt nothing, they just continued. She did continue because everyone was doing the same dance. So, one who watched this was telling how he could observe complete change in the expression of the person who could actually realize what was going on. So this is the position of an upcoming devotee, probably one of us, that we had to feel that we are being cheated by our senses and mind. And it's a very healthy feeling. So it is very positive. We had to feel it. And it is good because that can be an impetus to approach the Supreme Lord. So we can catch ourselves in our own shortcomings. Yesterday I was giving a talk and one person was asking this question. What is the importance of self-examination in bhakti? So I was explaining, yes, our progress can be checked with others. People can give a comment, especially those who are senior. At the same time, we can reflect on ourselves as well. How is my chanting? How is my reading? I am chanting for maybe two years. 
maybe five years, maybe ten years, maybe fifteen years, maybe twenty years. Still, mind is going everywhere. Isn't it humiliating? Does that help us to be humble? It should. If we are puffed up, one, this one Maharaj mentioned this point. If you are puffed up, just observe your own chanting. Then, if you are in your senses, we can come to the platform of humility. Isn't it true? Chanting for so many years still, we cannot control the mind. It is really humiliating. So, it is good to observe the mind harboring lusty desires. So many years of practice still, material desires, lusty desires lurking in the mind. So, we can see. Yes, it is there. So we can see this is the reality what we are dealing with. Still, taste to eat non-prasada or sometimes vegetarian, no onion, no garlic. So outside food, it's okay. Can you see? This is, you know, this is how the material desires are creeping in to our mind. Sometimes Bollywood sounds okay. <laughs> sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes it's okay. Hmm. Spend a lot of time on YouTube. You know, it's okay. You know, we start with one thing and you spend time on it. I start reading the newspaper, but it looks like I have memorized the whole newspaper. <laughs> started with the headline, but now I have memorized the whole newspaper. So this is how we have to catch ourselves. What is really going on in our life? If you want to be serious, do I want to show off to other devotees? with the material possessions and positions that I have. Whatever I have, do I want to show off? Is that mentality in my mind? We have to check. Or are we becoming envious seeing other devotees having a better car or a house or wealth? Check our own consciousness. Then when we do that, then we see, yes, I am not a Paramahamsa, I have problems. When this is good. So this is how the curtain of Maya is unveiling and then we can see the reality of our own self and that is very helpful. So this is not to get depressed. It is a call for action. It is not to get into the negativities. No. In Bhakti always there is progress. So the real community means action in Krishna consciousness. So this is the difference between low self-esteem and humility. Low self-esteem means, oh, I am useless. I can't do anything. And one feels negative and negative and do nothing about it. And one doesn't see Krishna in the picture. One doesn't see any hope. But in humility, there is full confidence in Krishna. So there is full hope in Krishna that I can take shelter of Krishna so, Krishna will help me to get out from this situation. So, that is the difference. So, I will read a little bit from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, where Lord Chaitanya is speaking to Sanatana Goswami in Sanatana Siksha, where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is making such an interesting point where a devotee is coming out from the material clutches to devotion service. So that, that path of transformation, that path of progress, we can see. So here, Lord Chaitanya is speaking to Sanadana Goswami. 
Due to his being opposed to Krishna consciousness, the conditioned soul is punished by the witch of the external energy, Maya. This is the material world, material existence. He is thus ready to suffer the threefold miseries. Miseries brought by the body and mind, the inimical behavior of other living entities and natural disturbances caused by the demigods. One is ready to suffer. There is no choice. Lord continues. In this, in this way, the conditioned soul becomes the servant of lusty desires. And when these are not fulfilled, he becomes the servant of anger and continues to be kicked by the external energy maya. So Mahaprabhu is using very classic words. One being kicked by maya. And also maya is termed as the witch. So very strong words to explain this mentality to enjoy this ethical world. Wandering and wandering throughout the universe, he may be, he may be chance to get the association of a devotee physician whose instructions and hymns make the witch of the external energy flee. The conditioned soul thus get in touch with devotion service to Lord Krishna and in this way he can approach nearer and nearer to the Lord. Isn't it amazing? So this is the process of bhakti and this is how we all came in touch with Krishna consciousness. And the Lord is very merciful. The Lord wants to take charge of the devotees. And since we have committed to chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra and to follow four rites, so for such a devotee, the Lord, ta- Lord takes charge. The Lord takes charge of such devotees. Not only for your devotees, but for any devotee who shows some commitment, the Lord takes charge of such a devotee. Sagatevaya Prabhanoya Tavasmiti Chayajate Abhyam so here the Lord is telling, even once a devotee tells or anyone approaches the Lord and tells, My dear Lord, from this day I am yours. So if one tells this to the Lord only once, then the Lord is telling, It is my vow that it that if one only once seriously surrenders unto me, then I shall immediately award fearlessness in that person. So the Lord wants to give fearlessness if one approaches the Lord and tell him very sincerely, I am yours. So this is the beginning of bhakti. And then the Lord quotes a verse which is very important and which is showing the plight of the conditioned living entities. And it's a famous verse, you might have heard. Kamadinam kadina kadita palita durvidesha tesham jata nakaruna natrapa mavashantiti usrijeta nakedupate sampratam ladhabuddhi twam ayata saranam abhemma. So here, the condition of a soul who is trying to serve the Lord but at the same time under the clutches of the material energy is described. And what is that? 
first if you are drowning first keep the nose above the water level that's the first level for that the first thing then you can breathe similarly if you have so much of methane lizards first float first get the nose above the water that is chanting without face sitting on the hare krishna mantra and following forex but that's not the end from there as it is mentioned in this verse we can work on ourselves and it is a reality that when we get absorbed in krishna conscious services naturally we can control our mind and senses it's amazing when we are a mission of serving krishna we can take many examples then we understand that naturally the mind and senses are under control for example if you are running a book distribution if you are running a marathon our mind and senses become much more controlled than otherwise is it right we may get surprised so how can we go on distributing books or being on the street for so many hours even the street in summer is full of half naked women still mind is not agitated how is it possible because there is a very clear mission in the mind okay we had to distribute so many books we had to keep going whatever it is can you see when that absorption is there then whatever we see we don't get agitated and otherwise if mind is just flowing here and there and just see half naked woman <laughs> mind will be completely bewildered so reality that's all this so it's a simple thing when mind is absorbed so when the nose is above water we can breathe similarly when we are in krishna consciousness when we are absorbed in krishna consciousness then other things seems to be okay it is fine janmashtami you know one thing here so janmashtami we can see devotees are constantly absorbed in service no eating no drinking still devotees are absorbed in krishna service and everyone is very enthusiastic isn't it people are not complaining you know oh so hungry today no people are so busy serving krishna and no problem we see guru varnavu heading up the cleaning team you know after midnight after everything prabhu is ready to dress chilapo take bath dress robe and go home or stay back sometimes you know that the lord will see next day morning is here till next day morning maybe take shower dress robe and go or stay back so this is possible when there is absorption in krishna consciousness of course we may not be able to do this every day still when there is absorption in service we can see miracles happen we can do things which we don't do otherwise so if there is stress in krishna consciousness it is good in one sense at least we are not thinking about sense gratification if there is some pressure on it is good we are not thinking about sense gratification it has to be healthy but it's a fact you know two days back there was the theater right two days back yesterday yesterday two days back day before yesterday was there a theater finally after the, after the supreme court order they could conduct the theater because the devotees were in anxiety because if one the theater is missed then it takes 20 years to start the next one 20 years they cannot conduct the theater so that is the rule of janmapuri if you miss one the theater 20 years no the theater 
So all the devotees were in anxiety and the Supreme Court had banned the Khyatra because of the Covid situation. Then even the state and the central government appealed to the Supreme Court to allow the Khyatra procession with restrictions and the court sanctioned. Then I heard that the Pandas they were not sleeping and they were preparing for the Khyatra the whole day and night because 16 hours before they got the permission, I think, to start the Rathyatra. So this is how it is. So if they had to do then they didn't sleep, no sleep. Thousands of a few hundred people continuously working to make this Rathyatra happen. And this is what happened in 1967. The first Rathyatra in Islam in San Francisco. Srila Prabhupada told the devotees in San Francisco, I will come to San Francisco if you people can put up a Rathyatra, just like what happens in Jagannathpuri. And devotees were working day and night hard to make it happen. And the pioneer of Iskon Rathyatra is Jayanta Prabhu. So Jayanta Prabhu, he was working day and night and engaging others in service. And Jayanta Prabhu was so absorbed in service and he was so expert in engaging in others in Krishna service, he would ask one person who is walking by, Prabhu, do you know how to hit and you know strike a nail? So just take the nail and put it there on the head with the hammer and just hit it. So we have only just do that. So one person will come, maybe drunkard, maybe just a hippie, not even a devotee. He will take a nail, they will just hammer it, and that's the first thing. And it will take at least 8 hours or 10 hours that person would be serving the red card. So starting from, Prabhu will say, just do you know how to you know, put a nail, strike a nail, yes, yeah, I can try, okay, do this. And Prabhu will engage him for hours together. <laughs> Even Jagata Kamaraj, he remembers that the first person to engage him in service was Jayananda Prabhu. <laughs> so that is the potency of Jayananda Prabhu. So this is absorption in Krishna service. The last person to go to bed was Jayananda Prabhu and the first person to get up was Jayananda Prabhu. The Prabhu was very pleased by the service of Jayananda Prabhu. This is absorption in Krishna service. When Jayananda Prabhu was uh, temple president, he was the one who was putting out the bins and the rubbish man asked, you know, Rabishma was thinking he sits at worker there. I think there was a conversation, right? The rubbish person something asked. Okay, I forgot that part. Anyway, everyone was thinking he, the rubbish guy was telling he is the, you know, the rubbish collector of the temple. But he was a temple president. He was so absorbed in Krishna's service. And in the purport, in the beginning itself, Prabhupada explains one of the main philosophical points and the practical point of Krishna conscious philosophy, which is Yukta Vairagya. We need to understand this very clearly. Because all our services are based on this principle. And there are applications as well as misapplications for this principle. What is the verse? Anasakthasya Vishyan, Yathartham Upayunchataha, Nurbandha Krishna Sambandhe, Yuktam Vairagya Uchchate. Here, Srila Prabhupada very emphatically point, points out one word that is anasakti. This 
ൃഷ്ണർവിസ്ഥാപനം then it is yukta vayaga so where this principle is coming from because our philosophy is achintya bheda abhyaktata the connection between krishna's energy and krishna is it is non different at the same time it is different in an inconceivable fashion so since krishna's energy is connected to krishna the best use of krishna's energy or the only use of krishna's energy is to serve krishna so this work this yuktavayaga uh, principle coming from however it's a very high principle so a devotee who can properly apply this principle has to be anasakta as it is mentioned in this purport first if you want to properly use it has to be done in a detached fashion so it is not like look i have a desire to have a big house in the expensive suburb in nagpur so yeah, i have a desire and i have the money and i buy the desire and tell because i want to hold a preaching program so i have a big house that is only an excuse that is not anasakta it is asakta but it is engaged in krishna service which is good so it is not a complete aspect of it avaragya it is partially true there is a karma mishra is it it's not exactly it's not pure so it's not anasakta sensation it's not i i have i have a desire to have a very expensive posh car yes you can have that then tell you know i am getting this expensive car because i can take devotees to the temple who are those devotees my family which is really good it's not bad it is good but it's not yet coming to the platform of anasakta it is asakta the asakti is karma mishra which is okay it is good for purification but the point is anasakta sarishyan it's a very high platform that's all so one is no attachment to material energy and yadharam one is engaging in krishna service in the proper way not whatever we feel like and then telling okay it is krishna service then nirbandha krishna sambandha then when in that in the proper way one when one is engaged in krishna service then it is considered yukta vairagya so yukta vairagya is a very high principle and a very advanced devotees give direction how to apply this principle in devotee's life for example shri prabhupa spiritual master they can see actually how it can be properly used in krishna service otherwise in your faith platform it's good to engage in krishna service but if we don't discern properly it can be entangling as well because it can be improper engagement sometimes or it can be sprouted from our own material desires so one has to be quite careful in understanding this principle and here a very interesting point is that that when <coughs> duality is dispersed in devotional service so when when we are absorbed in krishna service then this duality is dispersed 
with what is how the devotee is dispersed in Krishna service in devotion service we act for Krishna's pleasure not as a response to the devotees general world is a response to devotees material existence means response to devotees whether he called respect disrespect whatever good bad etc then it's a response to the devotees that is material existence whereas devotion service means response to krishna's pleasure so when it is a response to krishna's pleasure then there is no significance to devotees as so in devotion service the devotee is dispersed so that is very important point and the three principal deities who are there for creation maintenance and dissolution they are acting as agents of the lord they are using this the world of devotees they are using the three modes in krishna service for creation maintenance and annihilation so they are actually showing the yukta vairagya they are detached but they are using the modes itself in krishna's service that's why they are known as gunavatars and finally we will discuss a little bit about lord jagannath rathyatra a bit of past time just to uh, commemorate this auspicious occasion so very briefly so we know the meaning behind the theatre the theatre is very intimate past time of the Lord and at the same time it has very important preaching application so Shira Prabhupada brought that intimate pastime of Krishna to the western world to spread Krishna consciousness. So this is the bhakti and brilliance of Srila Prabhupada. Prabhupada was performing this Rathyatra even in the childhood. They had eight day long celebration of Rathyatra. The pulling the cart, offering bhoga, distributing prasadam, kirtan, etc. Eight days. And Prabhupada's father, Gaur Mohande, uh, funded and encouraged this Leela for eight days. That's amazing if you think about it. And Prabhupada had this special attraction for the Dhyatra. And Prabhupada used this in Krishna's service to spread Krishna consciousness. So in, around the world, many places, the main preaching activity is the Dhyatra. One of the main preaching activities is the Dhyatra. Started from the first Rathyatra in San Francisco, then New York Rathyatra, the fifth avenue, one of the major avenues, still that avenue is being closed for, for the other traffic to perform Rathyatra. So important. And everyone knows about ISKCON, about Krishna consciousness movement through Rathyatra. So on the internal aspect of Rathyatra, the Lord is going to Vrindavan from Aishwarya to Madhurya, from Dwaraka to Vrindavan, as in Kurukshetra, when the residents of Vrindavan met Lord Krishna, they wanted to pull him on a chariot to Vrindavan, because they couldn't stand the opulence, the Aishwarya of the Lord, 
they wanted the same covered boy in Vrindavan. So there is a very intimate aspect to Dusaratyatra. But Srila Prabhupada brought it to the west. Still the internal aspect is there for those who know it. And for others it became such an amazing preaching mission. So you can see this brilliance of Srila Prabhupada and his bhakti. How he brought this intimate pastime to the whole world. And as we know, Lord Chaitanya manifested his most amazing pastimes in front of Ratkat in Jagannath. He himself arranged seven chanting parties with one leader for one party, a lead singer, five persons to response, a lead dancer, and so many accompanying, like that he made seven parties. And four parties in front of the Ratka, and one one parties on either side of the Rat, and one party uh, behind the Rat. In that way, the Ratka was surrounded by the devotees. And they were performing Sankirtan. And what Sankirtan was that? It was not normal Sankirtan. It is known as Prima Sankirtan. This is the Prima Sankirtan because all had Prima for the Supreme Lord. Everyone had love for God. And they were doing Kirtan. That's why when the devotees from Bengal along with Mahaprabhu arrived in Jagannathpuri, Pradhaburudra was watching that pastime. And he asked, I have never heard such Kirtan before. I have seen many, many Kirtan parties and I have heard them many, many times. But this kind of Kirtan I have never heard. Then Sarvamaha Bhattacharya told King Pratabhudra that yes, this is special Kirtan, this is Prema Sankirtan, this is not normal. So that Prema Sankirtan was going around the Ratka and Mahaprabhu was chanting and dancing. And all these devotees, they saw that Mahaprabhu was dancing with them. Each party was thinking that Mahaprabhu is with us, he is dancing with us. Only few devotees could see that Mahaprabhu was there in all the chanting parties. He expanded himself and he was chanting and dancing with all the chanting parties. Sarvabhavatajiri could see that. And even King Pratabhadra could see that. So then Mahaprabhu has given already the mercy to King Pratabhadra. Only selected devotees could see this amazing pastime of Lord Chaitanya. So we can see. The theatre is always auspicious, spreading the mercy to everyone. So for us, yes, when there are festivals, when there are teaching events, it's an absorption. And that kind of absorption helps us to remind that we are not the body, we are not the mind, but we are servants of Krishna and we can engage in Krishna's service, we can get absorbed in Krishna's service. So I stop here and see if there are any comments or questions. Okay, it is seems to be satisfied. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Gradashiva Bhagavatam ki jai. Gopadki jai. Thank you.